And today we're going to be talking to you about the name of Jesus Christ. And before we start, we're going to be praying. We're going to ask you all to uh, get your Bibles and follow along with us because we are the voice of the Lord. And we want you all to learn what God's word is saying at this time. And we are asking God to prepare your hearts to receive the word, believe the word, embrace the word follow the word, obey the word in Jesus name. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus for who you are on today. We thank you for this day and your love and your grace and your mercy that you continue to extend towards us, God. We ask you, oh God, to speak through our mouth and to our minds, God, by your spirit as we yield to you and to your spirit, oh Lord God. We ask you to pray for the audience, God. We are praying for them, God, to, and we thank you for meeting their needs, and we ask you to open up their hearts, God, open up their ears to hear what your spirit is speaking, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you that your word is transforming us, God. It's renewing our minds, God, and we will obey your words because we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to go ahead, and Samuel is going to be reading with me today. We thank God for him. <laughs> And uh, we're going to start, once again, we're going to be reading in Luke chapter 24, verse 47. And I want to really stress that there is power in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's an anointing power that is released when you call on the name of Jesus. Those who legally can call on that name. And we thank God even for the blood of Jesus Christ. And his blood makes the atonement for our sins. And it's for the sins of our soul. We must believe and understand and know that it is extremely important, important when one is being baptized in water. That's H2O that we are in. The pastors and the elders that are taking the souls down in the water. They must be in total submission that is surrendered to the word of God. They must be in obedience to God's word and in compliance to it. And we must do it the way that the father has given it to the men to do. And the disciples, they had authority to continue the work of Jesus Christ. When he left, he gave them the power and the authority. And the authority is in his name. If you look at it this way, the apostles had the power of attorney. And the power of attorney is you are speaking or signing or using someone's name on their behalf in their absence. And Jesus Christ, that is his legal name, and that is the name that one must be buried in. And so we're going to have Samuel start off reading Luke chapter 24, verse 47. Go ahead, son. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preach in his name among all nations beginning at jerusalem hallelujah so we're here it's clear in luke chapter 24 and 47 it says and that repentance repentance peter preached in the book of acts 
on the day of Pentecost, he preached and said, repent and be baptized every one of you. And he gave instructions because he got them from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the baptism should be done in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Luke chapter 24 says, verse 47, and that repentance and remissions of sins should be preached. And we are instructed on how that is to be preached. It's to be preached in the name of Jesus Christ. And it says among all nations. And it started, it began at Jerusalem. And so the water baptism is submersion, full submersion in water, H2O and we have been instructed in this very verse on how or whose name to be baptized in. And now we're going to go over to Colossians chapter 3 verse 17. And it talks about what you do, you are to do in word and in deed. And he gave us how to do it. That's Colossians 3 and 17. So uh, Apostle Paul is writing in the, to the church of, uh, in Colossians that whatever we do in word or deed, we're all to do it in, it says, you do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're to give thanks to God and the Father by him. And that is by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, and so we want to go also to Colossians chapter 2. And we're going to be reading in verse 9 through 14. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 through 14. For in him, that's in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And so when you say I baptize, when the man of God or the woman of God is taking that soul down in the water, he's baptizing them in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is for the remissions of sins. And when you say the name of Jesus Christ, the name Jesus Christ is a representation of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We say Jesus Christ because Jesus means Yeshua in Hebrew, and that means Jehovah, our Savior, and Christ is the anointing. So it means Jehovah, our Savior, and his anointing, the anointed one that was sent from God. And that is what Jesus Christ means. So once again, when you say in the name of Jesus Christ, it is done. Hallelujah. We're going to be reading now. We're going to go on to Acts chapter 4 and be reading verse 10. Because the writer here is talking about there is no salvation in any other name. And once again, remember, Jesus Christ is Jehovah, our Savior the anointed one. Neither is there salvation in any other. You ready, Samuel? Yes. Amen. Be it known unto all you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doeth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of your you builders which is become the head of the corner neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given un unto men whereby we must be saved amen hallelujah we thank god for this wonderful words of life and so um, here we have where 
the uh, the man was made whole, and uh, he's talking about how he was made whole and in what name. And so he says in verse ten, he says, "Be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the same one that you crucified, the one that God raised from the dead, even by him." By Jesus Christ, does this man stand here before you and he's whole? And then in verse 11 says, this is the stone which was set at naught of you builders. You rejected this stone. And this is the stone which has become the head of the corner. And then he goes on to say, neither. There is no other salvation in any other man, in any other woman, in, in any other person, in any other ruler. There is no other salvation in any other, for there is none other name. We're talking about his name because the power is in the name of Jesus Christ. And he is so clear in verse 12. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And that is the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Neither is there salvation in any other. There is no other name under heaven. I, I really want you to meditate on this scripture because this scripture will help to clear up. Hallelujah. Some things that people are being confused about the name of Jesus Christ. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That salvation is in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we're going to go, we're going to now, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning, to Jesus' beginning. Because at the beginning, his name was declared and it was declared by the angel. And the angel came to Mary and to Joseph. And appeared unto them and declared the name of the Savior before he was born, before he was conceived. And so we want you all, you all to go along with us and let's look at these scriptures because we want you to know that the power is in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Samuel, if you can read Matthew chapter 1 verse 21, please. And Jesus and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we have here the angel Gabriel appearing unto Joseph in a dream. And he says, do not fear, Joseph, to take until you marry your wife. Because that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Because Joseph had learned that Mary was... Uh, they were engaged and he learned that Mary had conceived and he knew that he and her had not been together. But so he was considering, he was pondering on these things, what to do regarding this case. And the angel appeared unto him in a dream to let him know, do not be afraid. Go ahead and take unto Mary your wife because that which is conceived in her, the word of God says, is of the Holy Ghost. And here's the angel declaring and proclaiming that she, Mary, shall bring forth a son, a man-child, and you, you are going to call his name Jesus. For he, Jesus, shall save his people, that's us, from their sins. Again, that's Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. It's talking about the name Jesus. Hallelujah. And also, we're going to go over to Luke chapter 1, verse 31. And 
in the same sense, the same angel comes to Zacharias. Zacharias was in the temple. He was uh, doing the things that he was called to do at this time, at this season. And the angel appeared unto him and in the same sense said, don't be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. But in, in, and I'm sorry, I apologize. Let me go back. This is the angel coming unto Mary. That was, she was the mother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the angel is coming to Mary and he is also going to proclaim to Mary the name of Jesus Christ. And so we're going to read that. Luke chapter 1, verse 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. And shall call his name Jesus. Hallelujah. So the same angel appeared unto Mary. And this is before the conception. And he's advising her that you're going to conceive in your womb and you're going to bring forth a son and you are to call his name Jesus. And remember, two means it's established by God. And so here we have two scriptures and the angel came to two different people and he's declaring the name of the Savior. And that name is Jesus. It's Jesus. So you'll find that once again in Matthew chapter 21 verse chapter 1 verse 21 and also Luke chapter 1 verse 31 now we're going to go over to Acts the book of Acts chapter 2 and we're going to read the message that Peter preached on the day of Pentecost Acts chapter 2 verse 36 and he is preaching a message to the people who have gathered together in Jerusalem and he's going to tell them not only why to be how he's going to tell them how to be saved he's going to tell them what they must do he's going to tell them how to do it and he's also going to tell them what are the results of once you follow these instructions this is what's going to happen amen you ready samuel yes therefore let all the house of israel know assuredly that god has made that same jesus whom ye have crucified both lord and christ now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank God for his word. Amen. So here we have the apostle Peter he was given the keys by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and he's saying to the house of Israel he says Noah surely I'm, I'm reading in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 36 let therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made the same Jesus whom you crucified the one you hung on the cross both Lord and Christ and then the, the word of God says in verse 37, now when they, that's the people who are gathered around, heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, and now they realize the mistake that they've done. Do you mean we crucified our Savior? And so he's saying to them, now they're saying their hearts is pricked. Now the people are asking Peter and to the rest of the, 
the apostles, what shall we do to be saved? We are sorry for what we have done because they heard that word that was preached and the word pricked their hearts. And now listen to verse 38, what Peter says to the group of people that are gathered around. This is the formula to be saved. Peter said unto them, repent, repent, repent. The Lord is calling the church to repent. The Lord is calling the church to repent. Repent and be baptized, every one of you. No one is exempt from the baptism, every one of you. And then he tells how, in the name of Jesus Christ. And now he tells the reason that you are to be baptized for the remission or the sending away of sins. And here's the promise. Here's what will happen if you do these things. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He says, repent. Repent is being godly sorrow for the wrong and the sins that you've committed. And it is also turning away from those things and turning from the wicked ways of the world, turning from the evil one and turning to God, turning to his word, turning to the men and women of God that represent God who can get a prayer through for you. He says, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission that's the sending away of those sins it is a to wash the conscious mind of all the sins you've committed throughout the years and you shall once you're clean the bible says if any man be in christ he is a new creature you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost this is a promise he also goes on to say the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off even as many as the lord our god shall call saints believe god's word believe in the word of god and the word of god if you act on it and obey it it will change you now we're going to go also to acts chapter 3 verse 16 because we're going to read a little bit more uh, about the name of jesus christ there's power in the name of jesus christ and once again when you mention or when you speak Jesus Christ, it's a representation of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. When you say Jesus Christ, it is a representation of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And so I think about when uh, I am a mother, I am a sister, I am a daughter, but my name is Pamela Williams. And when someone addresses me, they'll say, hello, Mrs. Williams. They won't say, hello, Mrs. Williams, the daughter, the mother, and the sister. They call me by my legal name. And so we must use the legal name. Those who have been given authority now, those who have been given authority and the rights to use the name of Jesus Christ, those are the ones that who can legally use the name and you're going to get results. You'll see the power because we want to have a demonstration Apostle Paul said he, can't, he did not come preaching and teaching in, with the enticing wisdom, words of man's wisdom, but he came teaching in dis demonstration and power, and that is the power of the Holy Ghost, and that is the power of the anointing that was, God has placed upon him and upon his life. And thanks, we just thank you for listening and tuning in. Um, we've come to a close and I know that I said I was going to cover another scripture, but we're going to have part two. We hope you continue to tune in and, um, uh, and, and 
read with us and study these scriptures and meditate on them and give yourself wholeheartedly to them so they can bless you as they've blessed me and my family because the word of God says if you love me you will keep my commandments and that's what we're trying to share with you the commandments of the Lord how he instructs us to do these things we must follow his way there's another scripture that says there's a way that seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways thereof and so we want to follow the ways of the Lord in Jesus name Praise the Lord, everyone. 